It's time for Love Talk with the Lovelies, Kathy, Evelyn, and Carrie. We love talking today with Abby Johnson about life and love. Thank you, Gabby. And this is Evelyn Davison with Love Talk. There's nothing I like better than love talking with some of my very favorite friends. And, of course, that is Miss Carrie, Miss Kathy. Good morning, ladies. Hello. Love ladies. Hello, Miss Evelyn. Wow. Good morning, Evelyn. Well, it's a beautiful time in Texas. I don't know what's going on in Boise, but uh, God's working, and uh, we, uh, we're we leading with uh, love across Texas and America, and uh, especially some very special events are crowding around us uh, at this particular time, but we do want to welcome you to Love Talk. We're here on the bridge, and this uh, is beginning our, the, what I call the end of our 35th year. It's getting very, very close in October. And so as we begin to look at the summer and look at where we are and what God's doing, we have got some exciting things planned. Oh, Miss Evelyn, you are such a delight. I tell you, what a great day, as always, to be in studio with you. Love walking and love talking. As we have just been in a beautiful series, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm, I, I guess I've been doing this show now, Miss Evelyn, for almost five years. I can't even believe that. I can't either. What? I, I, I don't even know where the time's gone. Um, Women in the Word. And one of our favorite friends who is a fabulous woman of the Word wow. is Kathy Underbrock, and she's on the line from Boise. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Evelyn. Hey, Carrie. I'm so excited about today's program. I have so enjoyed this series. And I love the fact that not only have we gotten into God's word to explore all of the amazing women that he highlights for us, getting to know them better, learning from their lives, from the examples that they've provided for us personally as women today. Um, But we've gotten to interview so many incredible Mm -hmm. women today that God is using today as women in in from his word that are leading in the world in in the world that he's really raised up and and you know I know we've been talking about it there's been this amazing movie out about one of of God's women who is out there who is leading who is shaking things up she has defied all the odds just like the movie has defied all the odds she's shaken up the status quo just like the movie has and really, this movie and this woman have really started some incredibly deep conversations among girlfriends, families, and communities. And we have her as our special guest today. I cannot believe it, but Abby Johnson is going to be joining us from that movie, Unplanned, based on the book that she wrote by that same title. So hold your hats, Carrie, Evelyn, listening friends. I know we are all so excited. It, it's an absolute joy, and I took my, my kids this week to go see the movie, and, you know, my children are 15 and 14, and we walked into a theater under parental guidance because the movie is rated R, and it did not escape me the irony that my 15-year-old daughter could walk into an abortion clinic without me get an abortion and I would never ever know but she could not walk into a movie theater to see a movie about abortion without me 
I just, I, I can't even, I mean, that, that just gives me goosebumps as I think about it. It, it makes my chest tight as I think about, um, you know, the decisions. She can't buy cigarettes. She can't vote. She can't drive a car without me. But yet she could kill an unwanted baby without me. Um, that irony does not um, escape me. Uh, so, I'm, go ahead, Kat. And Carrie, I would say, you know, it's so true. Not only would she damage this this life inside her, but she would permanently damage her own life. I I cannot tell you how many women. You know, my mother. She's she's been a a family counselor for over twenty five years, and it, she has had so many women who have walked through her doors, who are completely broken at age 35, 45, 50 because of an abortion that they had when they were 16, 17, 18, 22, 23. And so it's it's not just that uh, it, they're ending, they're terminating this life, but they are scarring themselves and handicapping themselves in a way that they just cannot understand and in a way that no one, there's no warning to them. There's no warning about what they're about to do. You know, it's interesting. I, I was talking with a friend this morning um, and she was telling me that she was invited to the Capitol here in Texas to speak um, and give her testimony about her own abortion. And she did that earlier this week. And she said, you know, Carrie, uh, of the 30 women that gave testimony there at the Capitol, if this had been illegal, if this Mm -hmm. had been, uh, if there had not been such easy access for us, none of us would have done it. None of us would have done it. Um, But because it's legal and they tell you it's okay, we did it. We made that decision, and she she uses the term abortion decision um, because that's what she made, was she made a decision. But she said, uh, you know, had it, had, it, had it not been an option, I, w- I wouldn't have even thought about it. And so, you know, her heart uh, goes out to these women, and we'll talk a little bit more about her later and some services that she's providing for women as, they, as they're searching when they leave there. She said, you know, it's, it's okay to walk into that clinic and everybody tells you okay, but then you're not supposed to talk about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about it today. We too. are definitely and, talking about it. And the lady herself is going to be our, go, uh, our host. Mm. Our guest today. Yes, Abby Johnson. Yes, we are. Our key verses for today, Psalm 139, verses, verse 13. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we had our our good friend Carol Everett on the show, and she she loves this verse, and she said that this verse, the, the whole Psalm 139, just really resonated with her as she was mm-hmm. a director at a Planned Parenthood clinic and was able to escape that life as well. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That is Psalm 13, 
and 14. Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14. Uh, God is the creator of life. He always provides a way for life, even when we feel as though we have messed it all up. Now, Kathy, earlier this uh, this year in our series, we talked about some of the first pro-lifers that we find in the Bible, these midwives in Exodus. Tell us a little bit about these glorious women in Exodus. You know, I was so surprised to discover them when we got in our Women in the Word series. And Friends, all right, this is in Exodus chapter 1. Just start at verse 14 and start reading. And you will see Pharaoh passed this law that said, I want all the baby boys killed at birth. So this is infanticide. This is what was legalized recently in New York City. So after they are born, kill them. And there were midwives that basically went in, they were willing to sacrifice their careers, sacrifice their livelihood, their future, in order to save the lives of these unwanted babies. And just like Pharaoh initiated a fear campaign back in those days, there is a fear campaign today that says, hey, if if you are about to be saddled with an unwanted baby, you're going to you're going to sacrifice your career, you're going to sacrifice your life. And so we have to really take courage and boldness from these first pro-life women who were really willing to lay it all on the line. And we're so excited that today we get to meet this type of woman, a woman after God's own heart who really after a successful career with Planned Parenthood was willing to put it all on the line, risk everything, and make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet to say, no, this is wrong. I will no longer do this. Yeah, she did not give in to fear, just like these midwives um, back under the rule of a Pharaoh who said, kill these babies, Abby Johnson did not give in to fear. Neither did those midwives. In fact, they were just like, hey, well, uh, you know what? These Egyptian women, they are hardy. They just give birth so quickly. We just can't get there. Um, and Abby did not give in to fear, but she has pressed into courage. And I think one of the things that's so compelling about this story is that Abby Johnson worked for Planned Parenthood for eight years, Miss Evelyn. Mm-hmm. You know, she found Planned Parenthood in her college days. And um, I, I know that at many colleges around the country, uh, to start school, you know, they kind of have this fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of these organizations, you know, they set up tables. And they want you to come and visit their table and join the acapella choir, join the chess club. And there was a table there for Planned Parenthood. Come volunteer at Planned Parenthood. And that's how she got involved, just kind of by chance. Um, Glutamarker, you know, and that all started with them saying to young women, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. Choice. Choose life for yourself. Right. And, you know, that's so hard for a, a young girl to do, especially if you've been under strict family rule and you go off to college. Yeah. And you, you're on your own and um, 
you make your decisions and you live with the result of those and, and but yet you know God never gives up on us the Lord never gives up on us he didn't give up on on Moses so he's not going to give up on on you Kathy or you Carrie and that's why it's so important for us to be here doing what we're doing and especially to have the opportunity to talk with uh, with her today absolutely friends when we return to love talk our very special guest Abby Johnson author of the book unplanned that is now a major motion picture she will be our guest right here with the three love ladies with coach Carrie Brinkader with Kathy Enderbrock and Evelyn Davis Davison, right here on Love Talk, right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love, ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader. Of course, we have Miss Evelyn Davison and Kathy Indebrock. Thank you so much for joining us. I know so many of you are looking forward to our interview today with the very courageous Abby Johnson. She is our guest today. She is the author of the book Unplanned that is now a major motion picture and is leading a significant shift in conversations around life and abortion. She's also the founder of Then There Were None a nonprofit group who helps abortion industry workers escape the abortion industry. Well, Abby, we are so grateful and so thankful to have you on our show today. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We have been talking about some of the first pro-life women that we saw in Exodus, the midwives, Shipra and Pua, who were so courageous as they pressed into courage and they did not give in to fear. Now, all three of us, Kathy, Miss Evelyn, and I, have all seen the movie Unplanned, and we've been sharing it with our listening friends. Now, Kathy, uh, you are the mom of eight beautiful children. You describe yourself as pro-woman, pro-child, and pro-life. Did you ever think a movie would come out about the difficult journey God has faithfully taken you through? No, definitely not. <laughs> um, you know, I I wrote the book Unplanned uh, that was released in 2011. And, you know, I, I, I wrote it in hopes that people who worked in abortion clinics, people who had had abortions, um, would find healing that maybe these abortion workers would leave their jobs, that they would find some truth in the book and leave. Um, but I, I, you know, and then and it was also very, you know, very healing for me as well, um, just to sort of get that out on paper. But, I, yeah, I never in a million years <laughs> would have expected to get a, a phone call uh, asking if, if I would, consider turning that book into a film. Right. Absolutely amazing. And I'm sure now you've been on Fox News and Tucker Carlson and Glenn Beck and now Love Talk. How are you managing life now with this huge response the movie is getting? You know, just one day at a time. Uh, <laughs> my schedule is pretty crazy right now. So, um but I've got an amazing support system. I've got great friends helping me. My husband is, um, he's just 
he's sort of the glue that, that, that holds me together. And um, right now, just with this crazy travel schedule and always being on the phone, always doing interviews, but, um, you know, God's getting us through one day at a time. So it's Ab- great. Absolutely. And you're impacting many, many lives as a result. Kathy? Yeah, Abby, I, I have a question for you. The, the one thing that really strikes us, and um, and we want to tell you, we've all fallen in love with your husband. He's so wonderful. We just love the way that he just loved you through it all. Um, but looking at your story, the fact that you were willing to sacrifice your career, sacrifice your future to save the lives of women in need and, and these unwanted babies, you went from being named Employee of the Year by Planned Parenthood to being the target of a legal campaign to silence and defame you um, only months after being named Employee of the Year. That must have been such a scary time. And the Planned Parenthood philosophy is a fear-based philosophy that aborting an unwanted, unplanned, or inconvenient pregnancy is somehow necessary in order to protect the role and progress of women in society. So, Abby, my question is this. If abortion ends, will the progress of women revert back to the dark ages as Planned Parenthood would have us believe? I don't think so. I, You know, I think that we live in very different times. I mean, we're coming up on 50 years of legalized abortion. Things are very different now. We have different resources available for women. We have so much help available. We have more knowledge, more education than we ever had um, 50 years ago. And I think that, you know, women are just, I think that women understand now um, that they don't have to choose between being a mother and having a job or um, going to school or whatever it may be. And, you know, abortion, like you said, is driven by fear. And women have abortions because they're fearful, because they don't feel like they have any other choice. Um, the abortion industry then preys on that fear and manipulates these women, exploits them in their time of vulnerability. And I just, I just have to believe that women of today are more resourceful, more empowered, and are able to make better decisions when all of the options are, are presented to them. Absolutely. And, you know, I I feel like, you know, I took my my teenagers to see the movie, um, The Girl and a Boy, and um, 15 and 14, and it certainly did not, um, the irony of the situation did not escape me as I realized I'm taking my 15-year-old and my 14-year-old to see an R-rated movie, but yet my 15-year-old, which they wouldn't be able to see without me, but yet my 15-year-old daughter would be able to walk into an abortion clinic and have an abortion without me ever knowing. So uh, the irony certainly didn't escape me on that one, Abby. Yeah, and I think, you know, it was 
that was, you know, the R rating was, it was a little bit of a surprise, um, simply because, <laughs> you know, I watch TV, I watch television, I watch cable television, I I like these surgery shows and, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And there's, um, in terms of, of, you know, blood and, and things that are graphic, um, you'll see much more graphic imagery and situations on network and cable television that's available for anyone to see. The only reason that this film would receive an R rating, it would make sense for it to receive an R rating, is if you're actually admitting that it is portraying the death of an innocent child, mm-hmm. which Hollywood doesn't want to admit. The The ratings board certainly are not a bunch of conservatives. Um, so it's sort of like they can't figure out what they believe. Is it because it's not particularly bloody. So, you know, well, the only thing that makes sense is that they are finally admitting that abortion is taking the life of an innocent mm. human being. And that goes against everything that, that the liberal media is spouting to the public. <laughs> it's it's exceptionally ironic how they backdoored into that isn't it into that rating Um, they almost um, showed their true colors there as they backdoor that into an R rating well I know Kathy and I we we both have teenagers and we've been encouraging all of our friends to take their teenagers that they can take their teenagers that we that we highly recommend they take their teenagers and it really spurred on a lot of great conversation um, my son actually said to me, Mommy, was that a real abortion that they showed at the beginning of the movie? Um, the scene that I think is, is impacting so many people in America today is when um, the, the woman who portrays you, Ashley Bratcher, is unexpectedly having to assist with an ultrasound-aided abortion. And this scene, um, as this child fights for its life is so incredibly impactful um and i guess that was the one that that really impacted you so much that's when you finally said i'm not doing this anymore yeah exactly and you know it's been interesting because people we get that comment a lot from people like did you actually show an abortion and so we've said no babies were harmed right in the making of unplanned right um, because it, it does look so realistic mm-hmm. and it does really look like what i saw on the screen and uh and so but what did the way that they did the way they actually created that um was using hundreds of ultrasound images of Mm -hmm. a a real child in the womb. Mm -hmm. And then they manipulated those um, through CGI to, you know, have it move away and and things like that. So uh, what was sort of cute is we gave a credit to the baby (laughs) um, that's now been born, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but we gave a credit to the baby that was used in those ultrasound images in in the film, 
And uh, so that's sort of been funny. He's the, the youngest actor on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> he is an actor in the womb. So. <laughs> hey, uh, promoting life right there because that That's is right. a baby, yes. You know, uh, right. when you look at it, Abby, you look at life. Uh, that is the most precious gift that the Lord Jesus gives us. And every life is valuable to him. And I'm just really interested in knowing, you know, what you're seeing and you're hearing in regard to this, uh, to the movie. Uh, Personally, what kind of messages are you getting back in regard to that? Well, you know, it's it's just been really overwhelming, uh, the amount of messages that I'm receiving from people who walked into the film pro-choice, they walked in to watch it as a critic, and they walked out pro-life. Oh, man. So, why don't, well, why don't we go to break, and we'll enjoy some time, some more time, uh, with Abby Johnson from the movie Unplanned right after this. Abby Johnson is in the other room. Here. Our first order of business is to present Planned Parenthood's Employee of the Year Award. Abby Johnson. This is Abby. She's our newest volunteer escort. Abby, this is Cheryl D'Alessandro. I'd be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. You'll actually be in charge of the abortions at your clinic. I have a chance to make a real difference. No matter what you do for the rest of your life, you're still going to be a baby killer. The only thing that's changed is you, Abby. Can you even hear yourself talk right now about these procedures? These are little babies. I'm not going to apologize for doing a job that helps women in crisis. There's still part of me that isn't sure. I know. But the one thing that all experts agree on is that at this stage, the fetus can't feel anything. Sorry to bother you, but they need an extra person in the back room. Are you free? We commend the souls of these hundreds of children. And Lord, we pray to end abortion. I really appreciate what you've done for us. I'll not forget it. 22,000 abortions. How do I even comprehend that? Rough day at the office. Welcome back, friends, to today's Christian Talk and Love Talk. We are talking with Abby Johnson. She was telling us a beautiful story um, of a youth pastor that took his youth group to see the movie Unplanned. And, Abby, what happened as this youth pastor took his whole youth group to see this movie? Yeah, so um, the one of the gals in the group was pregnant with twins, and nobody knew. She had not shared that with anyone in the group. And uh, after she had planned on having an abortion and not telling her parents, and after seeing the film, she decided that she was going to choose life, and she was going to talk to her parents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's – I mean, it, it's just amazing to see – how this film has impacted so many lives 
And I mean, really just, I mean, it's God's story. It's God's story of, of redemption and his grace and, and the hope that we're able to have in him. And, uh, it's, it's, it's really just been beautiful. You know, I think one one of the things that struck me about the movie is the two types of people that would stand outside the fence there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got the the guy dressed up as the Grim Reaper who really is not going to convince anyone that Christians are kind and want to help them, right? And then you have the people who would stand outside the fence and that would pray, Sean and his wife, and they would just pray, and they were so kind to you and the women that were walking into the facility. And I I think that's a very stark contrast. What would you say to Christians out there who who are struggling with this issue? You know, I've told people, (laughs) I I think that people that go out to the clinic to pray, to witness to women going in, I I believe that pretty much all of them are very well-intentioned. But it's not just about our intentions. It's about being effective because there are literally lives on the line. And, and so we have to do what is absolutely most effective for the women going in. And, you know, when I, I've, I've, I've been out at clinics before when there's been people out there yelling or they have these big six foot, you know, bloody signs and things like that. And yes, they may be showing the truth. But if a woman is scared and vulnerable and feeling alone, there's never a time where she's going to look at the man yelling at her with a big six-foot sign in between them and say, hmm, he looks like somebody I can relate to, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to reach the heart of these, of these women and men going in. And, you know, yes, we want to talk to them about Jesus. Yes, we want to talk to them about his mercy. And, and his love for them and, and the love that, that Christ has for, um, for this, this unborn child. But, you know, we have to do that through relationship. And, and so it's, it's important. I mean, the way that we reach out really does matter. The way that we win this battle matters. And it has to be done through love, through showing God's love, his compassion, his mercy and his grace for all. You know, and Abby, I have a question for you. This is Kathy. One of the things that I love was you're not only interested in these unwanted babies, but you recognize from your own experience these women in the abortion industry who are who are workers in it, who are immersed in it, um, are sometimes desperate to get out, and they they have no idea how to do it because you know. They, it's their career, it's their livelihood. You you have a ministry called And Then There Were None, and that is focused on providing abortion industry workers a way out, an ability to begin a new life and to heal and recover from the trauma that they have been through in the abortion industry. In the six years since you began this ministry, how many workers have you been able to help, and how can a worker reach out to you if they want to leave the industry? Sure. So we've helped um, just over 500 clinic workers leave their jobs. Um, 
And we've also helped seven full-time abortion doctors leave their practices. Um, and so that, you know, all of it has been surprising. We, you know, we didn't know how successful this ministry would be, but we're finding that more and more people that work inside of these abortion clinics don't want to be there. And, um, and so, you know, we're trying to provide them a way out and a safety net because, you know, scripture tells us that when we are confronted with evil, we are to flee from that evil. And so when these men and women, when their hearts are open to the evil of abortion, we want them to leave immediately. We don't want them, we don't want to tell them, well, why don't you stay until you find another job? Um, absolutely not. We want them to, to go ahead and flee and, and to remove themselves from that environment. And so we're able to provide that safety net for them so that they can confidently do that and know that they're not going to lose their home or their insurance. Mm-hmm. They're going to have enough food for their children, things like that. So, um, you know, abortion workers generally find us through our website, which is abortionworker.com. And there are testimonial videos from workers who have left and have found a new life in Christ. Um, after leaving the clinic, all of the information about how we can comprehensively help these workers is on that website. And also listed on there is our 24-hour hotline that uh, these workers can call, and it's answered any time of the day um, so that we can help them make that transition. Well, I, you know, I, I love how you say we are to flee the evil. Bible tells us to flee evil. And that's what you did. You made up your mind that you were done and you were done. You, you, you left immediately. And in order to, to get uh, out of kind of the, the trap, uh, I think that's very, very important. Ms. Evelyn? Abby, you know one of the things that's so important to us is our family structure. Uh, how has your mom and your dad, how have they been able to stand back and watch God use your life? It's a beautiful testimony. Yeah, you know, I am so, uh, I, I feel like I really won the parent lottery because um, I, I have amazing parents, um, faith-filled parents who have consistently prayed for me even when I worked inside of Planned Parenthood. And um, in a way, and and very unexpectedly, this has almost opened up um, a ministry for them as well. They get get emails and have people come up to them and say, you know, well, you know, my child is involved in this. And, you know, what do I do? How do I pray for them? How do I talk to Mm -hmm. them? What's next? It's been really great because they can also talk with, well, for me or for my parents. I don't know. Either one of you. <laughs> um, Your parents can go my... get another grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My parents are just enjoying being grandparents and retired and, and, and living that life. Um, uh, for me, I'm going to continue to um, speak and and hopefully just watch 
the ministry, and then there were none, continues to grow. And, uh, you know, I just I just wait on the Lord to tell me what project I'm supposed to tackle next. So, Well, Abby, we thank you so much for joining us today. I can't imagine how busy your schedule is and to take time out to talk with us here on Love Talk. I know our listeners are thrilled to have you. Again, your website is abortionworker.com. Your book and your movie are unplanned, and your ministry is And Then There Were None. Thank you so much, Abby, for the work that you're doing. Kathy, of course. This is Evelyn, and I want to thank you as well. Thank you, Kathy. This is uh, we are pre-taping today for another event uh, coming up, and it's uh, be a connection with New York City, and we'll get the information about that to you this week. Okay, we will use part of this interview. Okay, with Dr. Dobbs. Okay. All right. Thanks, Abby. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Friends, friends, we're so grateful to have had Abby Johnson on the line. And if you are struggling or if you know of somebody that is struggling, we would encourage you to go to these websites to reach out. Uh, Her her website is abortionworker.com. But there are so many people who want to love on women and men who have experienced abortion decisions that they are regretting. Um, just, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's organizations out there that can help you. And you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. And friends, we'll be back for our final segment of Love Talk right after these messages. And welcome back, friends. This is Kathy Endebrock on Love Talk. And in studios, the beautiful Evelyn Davison and Coach <laughs> Carrie Brinkater. It was a fantastic uh, show today with Abby Johnson, uh, our newest and bestest friend from the movie Unplanned. Uh, so much information that she shared with us. So many insights into the movie and some of those critical scenes. Evelyn Carrie, I, I think this may be one of my favorite interviews that we've done. And mm-hmm. I will say, listening friends, we, we get it. The static was a little bit uh, difficult. And so we just want you to persevere through the static. You can also go to our site on lovetalknetwork.com. Give us a week. That, uh, that interview will be on there. You can go and re-listen to some of the parts that maybe were a little bit more difficult to understand through the through the static. We really appreciate Abby Johnson again giving us her time. She is uh, kind of in between lots of speaking engagements. There's a huge demand on her time. And as you heard her say, she is, uh, she is um, and if you watch the movie, you'll see this, that she's currently pregnant with her eighth child, which is due in June. So she is right in that final trimester, uh, really keeping up a pretty, a pretty hectic pace. So we appreciate her time joining us. Evelyn, Carrie, oh my gosh, what was your what was your takeaway from that? Well, it's you know we walked away from the movie earlier this week, and I the first question, of course, I asked the kids was, well, what did you think about the movie? And they both said it was good. And I thought, I don't know if I would use that word to describe the movie. Um, it's thought provoking. It's impactful. It's uh, relevant. It's needed. Um, I'm just, you know, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, it's very well done. 
uh, and it absolutely tells the story that needs to be told. Um, but of course, it's not a movie that you walk away from going, uh, "Wow, that you know." It was not a wow You know, because it's so thought provoking, and because you need to have conversations when you leave the movie. Um, you need to be talking as you leave the movie, um, and your kids and your friends need to be discussing these issues, and and that's hard uh, to to do. Well, it is because it requires um, results. It it requires uh, integrity. It requires uh, the knowledge of knowing that we are very special to the Lord Jesus and everyone, born or unborn. Uh, has a place in his his love heart, and so with with teenagers, I would think it would be uh, revealing, because I don't think I do not believe most teenagers look at it from the point of view of what this really means uh, in the way of life, in the in the way of my life, because the Lord Jesus Himself is the example of giving your life uh, to. To service, to serving others. And so when we look at it from the point of view of a parent, it's a totally different from point of, uh, of a child. Because with children, uh, especially young girls, you just, there's always that fear factor. What if this happened to me? Mm-hmm. What if this happened? And we live that what if life. Well, and it was so impactful in the movie as Abby, the, the Ashley Bratcher who portrays Abby kept saying, I can't tell my parents. Yes. I can't tell my parents. And at one point she said, any decision that I make that I can't tell my mom mm-hmm. is probably a poor decision. But she kept making them over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's not something I brought up last night with my kids, but I will. Um, you know, that no matter what decision you make, um, you know, please come and, and talk to us. Yes. Or, or if Get you're thinking about making a decision, come and talk to us before you make the, that decision. Uh, because as... As that movie showed in, and as Abby said, she hit the parent lottery. Her parents loved her through mm. her decisions, and what an impactful lesson for parents as yeah, well. Yeah, because there was no other mention of a brother or sister in that family. She was the only one yeah. that was portrayed. And her parents icon. loved her through it. But you know, when we look at it from our point of view as an adult point of view, and especially one as old as I am, I can remember so vividly how young girls' lives were ruined uh, mm-hmm. by choice or not by choice sometimes. And when you look at it from a world point of view, the world doesn't see it uh, as bad as we see it because the, once Psalm 139 told us today, the Lord is he, it's like he has knitting thread and knitting needles, and he is forming a life, a life. And each one is formed by him. Mm. So when you look at it from that point of view, it's different than when you're 16 years old and you're a boy mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or you're a girl. And you've got those major choices uh, to make, whether you're going to serve the Lord Jesus in a way that we bring honor and glory to him. Or if you're going to serve whatever the body, uh, not the soul, but the body cries out for. Absolutely. You know, Evelyn and Carrie, one of the things that stood out to me is... I love the fact that Abby said there were uh, that she has gotten emails from men and women who Mm -hmm. were absolutely 100 percent pro-choice. And they went into the movie 
to uh, be a critic. And I mm-hmm. just applaud mm-hmm. those individuals who are willing to be challenged, who are willing to uh, consider something that is opposed to their views. And, you know, I love in this life, we, we need to be willing to be challenged. It's a, an incredible adventure. Absolutely. And um, I would just say, you know, if you, where, wherever you are, pro-life or pro-choice, go into the movie, take a friend, go and watch it, be willing to be challenged. Um, and, you know, this is one of the things that I also love that, that Abby had talked with us about is that that when these women who were in the abortion industry, when their eyes were open to the evil mm-hmm. that it is, and they and there's that scripture that says, flee from evil. And so she started this, the ministry, uh, that, um, and then there were none, to allow these workers to be able to get out of the, of the um, industry immediately. And so I think, you know, there is hope. One of the things that this interview has really nailed down for me is whether you are a woman who um, is in a position where she thinks that um, she's scared and an abortion is the only option, mm-hmm. whether you're a woman who has had an abortion, whether you're a, a man whose wife has had an abortion and you are broken, if you're an abortion industry worker and you think that you've just made a mess of it and you want out, we know again and again that God is the creator of life. He always provides a way for life. And even when we feel as though we have completely messed things up, he will be able to completely do a complete turnaround with our life. Uh, I just I'm so excited about this interview and and um, just everything that Abby shared with us. Well, in the Austin area, and that's where we're broadcasting from, we are very blessed in having many, many professionals who work in the area of saving lives. And, uh, and the number one one in the Austin, uh, Central Texas, of course, is uh, the Heidi Group. And the Heidi Group uh, was formed by a lady that worked in an uh, uh, abortion clinic just like Abby did. And how a Jewish man came one day and made her face-to-face with life apart from death. And so when we look at it from the point of view of Austin, we're blessed. Now, we're talking about New York City. It's a totally different thing. But the, the interesting thing about today is that we are right here in the middle of the season of celebrating new life in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And you can find the Heidi Group online. You think you might be pregnant and you're you're trying to figure things out, I would encourage you to go to HeidiGroup.org, H-E-I-D-I, group.org, and you can actually find locations near you that will help you um, at li- little or no cost to you. Uh, they are in the 100% business of serving women. That's HeidiGroup.org, H-E-I-D-I, group.org. I'd also like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name's Jamie, and she is a champion for women. She has actually made an abortion decision herself years ago, and she is uh, has a heart for women who are absolutely heartbroken for people who have made past abortion decisions. She's running a study, starting a study um, that's going to be starting in May. She said that when she went through this study herself with a precious mentor, the study was supposed to be for eight weeks. And her precious mentor walked her through this study for a year and a half. 
in her life was radically changed as she began to understand the saving love and saving grace and the ultimate forgiveness of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And now she is using her story to bless women. She uses forgiven and set free, but also binding up the brokenhearted. And she really wants you to call her and she wants you to know that uh, these groups meet in a confidential location. You don't have to tell anybody where you're going. And it's con- every single thing is confidential because what the abortion industry would try to tell you is that this is okay. But then you feel like you can't talk about it after it's over. And Jamie is providing a way for you to talk about that. And her phone number is 614 284 3810. Even if you can't be a part of the study, she would love to meet you for coffee. She would love to share her story. She would love to lift you up and come along beside you as you walk through your journey. 614-284-3810. Oh, precious friends, how Jesus loves you. No matter where you come from, no matter, no matter what you've done, praise the Lord that every single day, is a new day. And he offers us such forgiveness and such grace as we seek his face, as we admit that we are sinners. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And you know what? God loved us so much that he gave his only son. That, and he said that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's John 3.16 because Jesus died on the cross and rose again on the third day to give us that free gift of salvation. And a gift it is, friends. There's nothing needed from you except the admission that you are a sinner and that you need Christ and that you want him to come fill your life and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Friends, we love you so much. You can go to lovetalknetwork.com. You can go to theheidegroup.org. Or you can call my beautiful friend, Jamie, if you are in crisis, if you are in need. 614-284-3810. Just remember, Jesus loves you. Thanks for joining us today here on Love Talk.